So this afternoon we'll continue with our metta practice. So let's start by giving metta to ourselves. May I be safe. May I be happy and peaceful. May I be healthy and strong. May I live with ease. Let's try using those phrases or if you have developed your own phrases, but try using the same phrases over and over, the same phrases because that will help with concentration. And concentration, collected energy, is very useful in this practice. So, may I be safe and protected. May I be happy and peaceful. May I be healthy and strong. May I live with ease. When the feeling of metta arises in your heart center, make that the object of your meditation. Just really have that be your anchor. And if it doesn't arise, that's absolutely fine too. Just continue to say the phrases gently to yourself. May I be safe and protected. May I be happy and peaceful. May I be healthy and strong. May I live with ease. Meditation is a twofold process of purification and cultivation. Now we're cultivating the positive mind states that bring happiness to others and ourselves. The Vasudhimaga says, metta is a solvent that melts not only one's own psychic pollutants of anger, resentment, and offensiveness, but also those of others. Since it takes the approach of friendship, even the hostile one turns into a friend. 
May I be safe and protected. May I be happy and peaceful. May I be healthy and strong. May I live with ease. Just melt away all of those anger lumps, resentment lumps, ill will lumps. Here's a phrase I got from Larry Yang that I use all the time. May I give and receive all the love that I need. May I be safe and protected. May I be happy and peaceful. May I be healthy and strong. May I live with ease. May I give and receive all the love that I need. May I be safe and protected. May I be happy and peaceful. May I be healthy and strong. May I live with ease. May I give and receive all the love that I need.
Now in our metta practice, I just want to remind us that we have done ourselves. We've done a benefactor and friend. We've done a neutral person. We've done a difficult person. And now we are going to send metta to all beings. And the reason we do this is because metta or loving-kindness, benevolence, friendliness towards all beings equally is the expression of an enlightened heart. Enlightened beings and beings close to enlightenment, that's the natural expression of their heart. It's metta towards everyone without bias and without prejudice. So we are practicing to have this same gentle benevolence towards all beings, just like enlightened beings. What we do is we tune up our energy system to resonate like enlightened beings, and then enlightenment is graced upon us. So we're just getting ready for awakening. So I usually do this meditation when I'm with um, predominantly white crowds, but (laughs) I'm going to do it with this crowd. We'll see how it resonates. Because I like to do metta by continent so people see who really is in this world. So I'm going to do it by continent. Let's do the continent of Asia because that's where 60% of the world's population lives. To the Asian continent, may all beings be safe and protected. May all beings be happy and peaceful. May all beings in Asia be healthy and strong. May all beings live with ease. May all beings in the continent of Asia be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you live with ease. To our relatives in Burma and Thailand and Tibet and Sri Lanka and Cambodia and Vietnam, thank you so much for these teachings. May you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful. 
May you be healthy and strong. May you live with ease. Our relatives in Japan and Malaysia, all the places where the Dharma is strong, with gratitude we send you metta. Thank you. For our relatives in India, in all of Asia, may you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you live with ease and equity. Now to our relatives in Africa, where 15% of the world population lives. To our African family, may you be safe and protected. May the continent of Africa, all the beings be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you live with ease and equity. to all the beings in the continent of Africa, the two-legged and the four-legged, and the winged ones, and the finned ones, and even the little creepy crawlers. May you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful. 
May you be healthy and strong. May you live with ease and equity. May you be safe and protected. May you all be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you live with ease and equity. If the feeling of metta arises in your heart center, just rest your awareness there. Nothing to do. If not, that's fine too. You can still rest your awareness at your heart center. Just relax your heart. Now to our relatives in Europe, where 11% of the world's population lives, 11%. May all the beings in Europe be safe and protected. May they be happy and peaceful. May they be healthy and strong. May they live with ease and equity.
all our European relatives, all the two-legged and the four-legged and the winged ones and the finned ones and the creepy crawlers. May, may you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you live with ease and equity. Now coming to our North America, where 8% of the world's population lives. All the people here in the United States and Canada and Mexico, all the countries of North America, all our different kinds of people, all our relatives here. May we all be safe and protected. May we all be happy and peaceful. May we all be healthy and strong. May we live with ease and equity. May we all give and receive all the love that we need.
when your mind wanders, bring it back to this solvent of aversion, this incredible, helpful, powerful ingredient and practice of metta. May we all be safe and protected. May we be happy and peaceful. May we be healthy and strong. May we live with ease and equity. Now for our relatives in South America, where 6% of the world population lives. To all our South American relatives, may you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you live with ease and equity. our relatives in South America, all the two-legged and the four-legged, and the winged ones, and the finned ones, and the creepy crawlers, all our relatives, may you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful.
May you be healthy and strong. May you live with equity and ease. To all our relatives in South America, may you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you live with ease and equity. Now to our relatives and Oceania, all the islands of the Pacific, Australia, New Zealand, all our relatives there, all beings are our relatives. May you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you live with ease and equity.
all our Oceana relatives, two-leggeds, four-leggeds, all the puppies and kittens, all the animals, all the birds, all the swimmers, all the little insects. May you all be safe and protected. May you all be happy and peaceful. May you all be healthy and strong. May you live with ease. Now let's send our metta to all the beings in the whole world. Let our heart, our metta just radiate around the world. A heart as wide as the world. May all beings in all directions, beings to the north and south, beings to the east and west, and the North Pole and South Pole, Everywhere on our little teeny planet here, may all beings be safe and protected. May all our relatives be happy and peaceful. Heart as wide as the world. Let your metta just radiate beyond your body. Let your awareness be huge just around the world. Open up. Safety and protection. Happiness and peace. health and strength, ease and well-being. Make sure that we're in that circle. The Buddha said that you could look 
everywhere around the world. And you would never find anyone who is more deserving of your love and your compassion than yourself. When your mind wanders, bring it back. Remember, we're building this muscle of concentration and mindfulness. Bring it back. May we all be safe and protected. May we all be happy and peaceful. May we all be healthy and strong. What does metta feel like? Rest in the spacious awareness of metta.
so we have a few minutes for questions. First, let me say thank you all so much for those wonderful notes that you left me. I really appreciated them. Thank you. And those that need a response, I'm going to give you one as soon as I have a spare moment. (laughs) Any questions about your practice or about metta practice? Yes? Mm-hmm. I feel like I say words and like extend it out, but doesn't feel doesn't feel like much. Yeah, it feels like I'm going through the words. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes it gets like that. Um, you might try you know, thinking about what it means to wish someone um Safety. You might think, you know, safety. And just get a felt sense of what it means to feel safe. You know, not with a lot of words, but just, you know, the idea of safety. The idea of protection. The idea of happiness. You might just rest. In fact, you know, um, I was going to say this during the guided meditation, but... When we do metta as a concentration practice, we actually do it very slowly. So you could actually slow it down and just um, reflect, you know, like wise reflection on the notion of safety and the notion of protection and of happiness and peace and of health and strength. That might elicit something. And then sometimes, you know, it just is rote. But you'd be surprised, you know, sometimes it's very rote and then you'd be in a situation and just metta will arise. You know, that's another thing about our practice here. You know, we might think it's going like this or like that, but you never know the effect of a retreat like this until you go back to your life. And you'll see how much more freedom you have. You'd be surprised that you know, um, places where you might have had emotional charge or reaction, it'll, you know, there'll be an impact of your practice on that. That's how you really tell. It's not really what happens here, it's what happens when you go back. Back there, Purple. There should be. <laughs> um, I've never heard of one, but that doesn't mean that that you probably couldn't do it. Let me think about that. Let me ask. I don't know. Do you have? Do you know about it? Oh, <laughs> um, I've never heard of one, but you know they are. Um, we usually think of sentient beings, beings that breathe or somehow, you know, breathe like that, but. I'm sure that to give metta to um, you know our our wonderful planet and all the different life forms on the planet can only be a good thing. I mean, if everyone did that, we might not be the, in the trouble that we're in. Yeah. 
Yes. And there is, <clears throat> starting out at the mineral, um, starting with sentient beings at the mineral level, then going to plants, then creepy crawlies, mm -hmm. animals. So. Mm -hmm. Yes. I just want to thank you for um, isolating the continents because I've never practiced metta like that before. It's very easy and it feels very good to just say the whole world, everybody on earth, and it, um, it's easy to think of human beings as just human beings like that. Um, when you started with Asia and then you went to Africa, I was feeling such my heart center was so open and it just felt so good, especially thinking of all the people there that I'm grateful for and the people who deserve, to, who are suffering, who deserve to be happy and safe and all those things. And then as soon as you said Europe, my heart just closed like this and my heartbeat got so fast and so strong, it was like a hammer in my head. And I was able to examine um, a lot of blockages that I have up and, and you know, attaching history and governments to, to human beings. And like you said, all beings are relatives. And it's really, really healing. It almost turned into a forgiveness meditation, that part of it. Oh, that's so beautiful. We should have done our forgiveness to Europe. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you so much. That's really beautiful. And you know, I know Gina tonight is going to talk a lot about, she's going to talk about that more. So I think we'll even get more healing. That's really beautiful. Thank you, Yaya. Okay, back there. Sure, yeah. spiritual commitment to liberation and my political commitment to liberation mm -hmm. in the meta practice. Mm -hmm. so thinking about what am I really wishing for other beings mm -hmm. um, in terms of like safety, but then also like really wishing for the material conditions of safety. Right. Too. Um, and it actually came up today with animals because I heard the gunshots today, mm -hmm. and I just felt so pierced through with wanting to support the preservation of life, mm -hmm. um, and trying to figure out how to open my heart in a way that is connected to action, too. Mm -hmm. I don't know, those two moments were very related to me, I'm not saying it very well, but something about hearing that gunshot and trying to be with the person who was shooting and with the animal and the mental practice to mm -hmm. You know, you, um, there's certain stories out there, um, actually like Nelson Mandela. Do you, have you read Nelson Mandela's autobiography? 
you know, they had to keep changing the guards who were watching Nelson Mandela because the guards fell in love with him. It's true. He was so filled with love. The same as, you know, you hear the same about certain um, Tibetan practitioners who were jailed in China, that they had to keep changing their... Um, cap, you know, their captors because people would fall in love with them and then just try to, you know, let them loose. And, you know, that's the power of metaphor, our, our friends, the enemy. You know, it can be so powerful that the possibility of actually transforming that greed, hatred, and delusion. The other thing is that, oh my gosh, the karma of that person who made that shot is just the karma of all of the people who are. Um, you know, keeping safety and protection and equity and, you know, um, good livelihoods from the people in the world, their karma, you know, they really are, could be objects of our, um, you know, of our compassion because no one gets away with anything. It's true. We can, you know, we can take that to the bank. No one gets away with anything. So... You know, the question is, I've often thought to myself, would I rather be someone who robs or someone who gets robbed? What would, you know, if that question was given to you, which one would you rather be? I know, I know who I would rather be. So, you know, it's a complex question. And, you know, something, that's another thing for us to realize is that these aggregates and... Um, you know, it's not like we get meta and we keep it. Meta arises and passes away depending on the causes and conditions in the moment. Some, you know, I really don't like using movie references, but this, there was this uh, one moment in The Descendants that really struck me. I'm sure some of you saw The Def- Descendants, right? It was the, there was a scene, and just for those who haven't seen it, it was, you know, Is this going to be a spoiler? But (laughs) George Clooney's um, wife dies, and it turns out that she was having an affair right before she died. And uh, he's okay. Well, anyway, so George Clooney's talking to his father-in-law, and his father-in-law is saying, "You know, she was a good wife to you. She was always did everything that she could for you, and you didn't treat her well." And it was, you know, it was an incredibly difficult time. There was so much, you know, heartbreak because she was dying. She was about to die. And, you know, you could tell that at the moment George Clooney could have looked at his father-in-law, who he really didn't have a great relationship with, and say, well, you don't even know who your daughter was, blah, 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 blah. But he chose in that moment to stay silent. He chose in that moment to have right speech, to have kind speech by saying nothing. And I realized that Kind speech and right speech or metta or karuna isn't something that we possess. It's something that arises in a moment or is gone in a moment. So, you know, that's why we train like this, hoping that it'll arise in a moment, hoping that we'll have the restraint to say the right thing or not say the wrong thing. And um, so it's not like we possess these things. You know, we might have a, a, a tendency for it in the mind, but, you know, at any moment we can lose that tendency and have the tendency for ill will or hatred to arise too. It really depends. 
And it's, you know, none of it, it, it's all dependent on causes and conditions in the moment. And so, and mindfulness is the best protection. It's the best protection for whether we're going to manifest wisdom or whether we're going to manifest, you know, defilements. So we have a time for one more question. Who's got a question no one has asked? Is there any such thing as a Big Dipper? <laughs> Does a Big Dipper really exist? Or is that just a concept? The reason I say that is because Joseph has a Big Dipper talk. <laughs> That's very famous. You know, he's famous for his Big Dipper talk. I don't know of any celestial, celestial uh, metta, but, you know, metta... If, you know, if you feel compelled to do that, that's probably a reason you should totally do it. Any, any um, object that um, makes us feel like being friendly, being benevolent, being loving, go for it. It's got to be a good thing. There was this question back there, yes. Last one. You know, a lot of people say that, and um, I think that, you know, we just have a lot of maybe, actually it's, it may be, you know, I don't have a definitive answer to that, but it would seem that because there's a lot of ill will towards ourselves, we have a lot of ill will, or maybe we're not feeling deserving, but, you know, um, someone asked the Dalai Lama that. They might have actually been here. Do you know the Dalai Lama came and came and sat here. He bowled downstairs, right? Did they tell you that? He used the bowling alley. That's the claim to fame of the bowling alley. But anyway, you know, someone asked the Dalai Lama, you know, you know, your holiness, I just can't give metta to myself. I don't feel I deserve it. And it was the only time that they said the Dalai Lama was ever really stern. He said, no, that is total delusion. You know, to think that you do not deserve metta. That's, he didn't even understand it. He said, that is total delusion. And you have, you know, you just need to keep sending it to yourself. I mean, you know, they say that metta um, is like drops of cool water on a red-hot metal bar. The red-hot metal bar is the bar of anger and aversion. And the, you know, metta is little cool drops that will cool it down. And, you know, there's probably just a spot on there with, with your face there. You know, your, your own. So I would say that if you really have that, if that's really coming up for you, that you should spend the rest of the retreat sending meta to yourself. You know, really. That's a very skillful practice. Pe- you know, some people spend three-month retreats doing nothing but metta. I, you know, a very good friend of mine was um, sitting, um, she had done two months, April and May, and I just did May. She did metta for two months. She did no other type of uh, meditation. So it's, it's not uncommon for people just to do this. So, you know, if you feel like you want to do it, it's, it's you know, it's, it's wholesome. It's very wholesome. It's 
very wholesome to love yourself. It really is. Okay, so um, a half an hour of walking and then tea time, I guess. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.